It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yes, welcome back. We're talking V8 supercars. It was all happening at Mount Panorama. Bathurst 1000 in Kempe. We have a new guest on the show. Yeah, that's right. The roar of the crowd was back at Bathurst and well did the fans get wet. The wild weather put an early end to qualifying on Saturday, which didn't make much of a difference anyways. No one was safe from getting <laughs> bumped off the track early in that race. So Shane Van Gisbergen managed to stay out of trouble for most part and claimed a second win at Bathurst alongside Garth Tander. Well, that man from Pookie, the one and only Dale Budge, loves a bit of carnage. On the rugby league field? No, on the motorsport field. He's an enthusiast. He's on the line with us this morning. Morena Budgie, how's things, mate? Hey, boys. I'm good, thanks. What do you think, mate? What did you make of the racing up there? Did you like it? Did you like the wet weather? Oh, look, it certainly made it entertaining, didn't it? Um, yeah, crazy, crazy weekend of weather. It was, the, the race wasn't too bad in terms of the overhead conditions. There was a little sprinkle of rain within the first hour, and that was that was literally all we saw, but... The damage had been done in the, the days leading into it and through qualifying and practice because there was sort of standing water at a couple of parts on the outside sort of line of of the racetrack. And then if, if anyone had any kind of excursion off the actual track itself, it was it was just game over. You're either in the fence or, or stuck in, you know, some, some mud and bog. So uh, it made for really interesting racing. It made for a whole lot of drama. There was some crazy stuff early on. <laughs> With, uh, with the co-drivers, the opening, still a lot of co-drivers out there who aren't the sort of main game drivers, not, not you know, perhaps as, as um, you know, had as much seat time as, as some of the top guys, uh, just pulling some ridiculous moves in the, in the opening stanza of the, of the race. Oh, 1,000k race, boy, you'd try and make ballsy manoeuvres in the, in the first couple of laps is beyond me, but it meant there were a lot of wrecked race cars and a lot of fans that probably enjoyed themselves over the weekend. Are you surprised there wasn't a, like a few little altercations or punches, punch-ups after all the accidents with what went on? Uh, it's not quite NASCAR, but it's probably, I mean, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> privately it wasn't far off. But there was pretty choice words in this lounge because I'd had a sneaky little punt on Andre Heimgartner at 36-1 to, to to win it. I, I thought, you know, like if you could buy a ticket to the, the, the last hour, as they say, Heimgartner in that car at 
there is a bit of weather around. He's a really good, really good peddler. And at 36 to 1, I like those odds. But he was taken out on like the third or fourth lap of the race. He never even got behind the wheel of his car. So his co-driver started the race and some clown tried to rejoin and sped across the track and took out two or three cars in the process. So that, that, that was that. <laughs> Yeah, you should have been listening oh. to us on Friday, Budgie. We gave out Giz at 4-1, to one, and you would have had a real good weekend there. The, one of the things they didn't do was a t- top 10 shootout, which was cancelled for the first time in history. And did you think that played a big part in the results? Nah, nah not, no, I thought you summed it up nicely in the intro. When, as I said, there was so much carnage. Um, it didn't really matter where you qualified. You know, Vegas Bergen, obviously, through qualifying, had that little altercation with Macaulay Jones, still a very awkward moment. I'm not sure where I sort of stand on that. Yeah, he clearly turned him around, but, you know, um, Jones had made a, a slight error on that lap. Shane was on the fastest lap of that session at the time. I kind of feel that Macaulay probably should have got out of the way of him. Um, Shane, in his explanation, felt he was he was being let through, and by the time he committed, it was too late to bail out of it and turn him into the fence. So he got the, he copped the three-place... Um, Grid penalty, it didn't make a blind bit of difference in the end. Um, but just disappointing for the fans because the shootout is, you know, from a from a spectacle, one car on the track at one time doing their thing. You got the whole mountain to yourself. It's a pretty a pretty amazing experience. And all those, you know, I said that really is a you know, qualifying takes place Friday uh, with the positions from eleven on. So Saturday's really about that shootout. So all the fans have turned up. First time in a couple of years there have been the restrictions around COVID and all of that, and have to sit there through the rain and all day just to be told sorry we can't do it it was the right call like it was way way too dangerous to be to be racing this you know these are half million dollar race cars no one wants to see wrecked cars on a, on a saturday but um yeah just really disappointing for the fans no doubt the fans would have still carried on mate they look like they're having a ton of fun on that up there on the hill there svg win and mostert top three was a 15 dollar power play so if you got on that you would have got paid Talk to us about SVG's race, mate. Look, it's pr- it looked pretty clinical, but he, he had to deal with a bit of adversity. Got a five-second uh, penalty for the uh, pit, leaving the pit in uh, erratic fashion, mate. So talk us through his performance. Pretty clinical in the end. Oh, unbelievable, yeah. He, he never put a foot wrong. Um, yeah, the mm. Garth Tender, his co-driver, did a great job. Yeah, that little five-second penalty where Garth rejoined. He probably need to, needed to let the car, the, the, the preceding car, go and then fallen behind. It was touch and go, probably the right call to, to give them the five-second penalty, but they dealt with it really well, um, as, as Triple Eight Racing tend to do. Um, fingers, but Garth Gar- Tander did a fantastic. Oh, he set that race one up. Um, you know, Tander had to do some, some of the, the really difficult laps when it was you know a, tra- a changeable track in terms of conditions. That first hour, yeah, part of the track was so wet that it was throwing up spray, which means you really need to be on wet tyres. But half the track was in sunshine and, and bone dry, and, and you know, if you put wet tyres on, you're just going to destroy them in the, uh, in the in the dry conditions. So you had to sort of stay out there and, and on slick tyres, but in certain corners and certain parts of the track, it was absolutely treacherous. And you know, Dad did a great job to avoid all the carnage. You know, he didn't get into battles. You know, a couple of times. Drivers had a little bit of a look. He was happy to let them go and sit in behind and then just you know, bide his time, knowing that the track had come to him, the car would come to them. Uh, as the weather got better and he handed it over to Shane, who did a triple stint at the end, you know, Van Gisbergen was just, you know, never put a foot wrong. Um, you, know, you continue to shake your head at how good this guy is. I've, I've had the 
fortunate of being there to see him do what he did at the New Zealand Grand Prix at Jacks Ridge at the rally last weekend. Crazy. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, like, that is so taxing. I mean, we're talking five yeah. o'clock starts, midnight finishes. It's not just the driving. The driving takes it out of you, but there's so much, you know, um, data analysis and, and computer work that goes on after you've, you've finished your day of driving to, to prepare yourself for the next day. And, you know, mm. we got to, I got to the night Sunday night absolutely knackered. This guy's done tenfold more than what I've done. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know, he jumps on a flight and then flies to Bathurst and, and then starts the biggest week of the supercar season, you know, straight on the back of it. it it's, you've got to tip your hat. The guy is, at the moment, I think, the best all-round motorsport driver on the planet, bar none. He is so adaptable to anything. And if it wasn't for his body shape, I'm sure we'd see him in Formula 1. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big man. <laughs> yeah, he's sure a big, he's big a tall big guy. Just, just can't just, just can't fit into those little cars, unfortunately. All the forty one guys these days are midgets. Yeah, he is, mate. Hey, just quickly, end of an era for Holden fans. Do you think this will play an effect on viewership next year, mate? Just quickly. Potentially, yeah, I think at the you know the the or start the, you know, the bone end there is there is that element. I just thought it's a really weird one. You've kind of got your. your Car enthusiast grease monkeys that are you know are loyal to one brand and that, that rivalry, the Ford Holden thing over the years. Yeah, I'm sure that will play a little bit of a factor in, in the sports mm. popularity. But you know, you also get the high end as well, where there's you know it's, it's, it's an expensive sport. It's not easy to get into, so there is a lot of money involved. Um, and I think this is a natural progression. You know, it's the one motorsport category really on the planet that's trying to hang on to the combustion engine and. Um, you know, hasn't hasn't sort of started to look at, at going down the electric route. Um, mm. I don't know long term how long that is going to be sustainable. For. Maybe it's the point of it keeps its popularity when other motorsport categories do do lose um, a little bit of that car enthusiast um, right. sort of support. So yeah, we'll see how we go. Dale, appreciate your time, mate. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.